0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into a special Saturday Night Live edition of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. Saturday night, February 4th. There's so much going on in the universe. I had to just get a podcast out. It's been way too long. I hope everyone's having a great February so far. Got so much to go into, folks. We got the Chinese spy balloon just got shot down. We've got covid couple new posts up on teddybroosevelt.substack.com. In the last 48 hours, we've got the Austin Energy Clusterfuck. I am in Austin right now. There's a million people in the city. 50,000 homes still don't have power after four days. One out of 18, you know, everyone doesn't live in their own house. One out of 17 or 18 Austinites is... Either staying at a hotel, staying with their friends, or sitting by candlelight underneath blankets, wondering when the hell the power is going to come back. And it's one of the reasons why, what do they say, insanity is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Teddy's done a lot of investigative journalism on Austin. Saved Austin taxpayers over 25 million bucks. How many people can say that? Um, In any city. But these clowns who voted... they, they, They just voted for incompetence. You get what you voted for. They didn't trim the trees. It wasn't anything to do with the grid. Even though solar and wind totally shit the bed. When crunch time arrived. I mean... These climate freaks are real lucky it wasn't worse because it really would have exposed the folly of solar and wind. It was clown world. I mean, literally, wind and solar combined, like wind's supposed to be 37 gig capacity. It was generating 1.5 gigs. So what, 3%, 4% of its overall capacity? It was awful. So no matter what, and then and, and then have you seen everyone knows how I feel about these offshore wind turbines, all these whales washing up on the beach in Jersey, in New York, Lido Beach. I used to live right next to there, Long Beach, and Jersey. Used to live at the Jersey Shore, Avalon Stone Harbor. There's whales washing up. North Carolina had three whales wash up. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get crazy, folks. Um with that, some people are wondering, hey, Teddy, how come you haven't done more crypto stuff? You were getting all this traffic and all these subscribers. I'm, I'm just a curious citizen journalist, and wherever my antenna rise and go to, that's what I do. I've pretty much laid out everything I want to say about the Texas Bitcoin miners and crypto. Some people are like, Teddy, how come FTX collapsed, the Winklevosses... In Genesis, there's like a billion dollars there. But Bitcoins went from 16,000 to 23,000. How did that happen? It's all price manipulation. I'll put a link to this post for episode 32. Um, and you'll see there's a professor at the University of Texas who researched all this. It's total price manipulation by the whales who control the price of Bitcoin. That's what it is doesn 't have anything to do with anything going on in reality because if it did, Bitcoin would be around seven thousand instead of twenty three thousand so we got a ton of stuff to go into, folks. the Chinese spy balloon um, I got some that uh, chat GPT I just posted obviously the Austin energy post, two posts in the last forty eight hours. Um, Two times in three years, we lost power. Everyone, not everyone, a ton of people. Right now, it's Saturday night, 10 p.m. I just looked, 55,000 homes still don't have power in the 10th biggest city in America. A million people live here, probably in, what, 700,000 homes, 50,000 don't have power One out of 16 or 17 people right now are either staying at a hotel, staying with friends, or sitting by candlelight under a pile of blankets, wondering when the hell the power is going to go on. So one of the reasons why I stopped tweeting about Austin is it was driving me insane. It's a Democrat-dominated city. (laughs) We already went through this a couple years ago with with Snowpocalypse? They didn't turn on the biomass plant. They, that was a grid issue. This was just ice and branches, and the failure of the Austin city government to tell Austin Energy to trim the trees. So, just total gross incompetence across the board. I'm telling you, these people either need to get stabbed by a homeless person, um, or or they have to sit and suffer. In the cold before maybe, maybe they think about changing their minds. But the cognitive dissonance going on in this universe right now. Did you see the MSNBC anchor? She is, uh, I know, eats healthy, runs five times a week. You know, the picture of health gets a common cold. Oh, all of a sudden her heart hurts. She goes in. She's got myocarditis. Three days later... She can't breathe, goes in there, she's got pericarditis. <laughs> the cognitive dissonance. She brings on a doctor and they start talking about how a common cold can cause heart problems and uh and, and lead to myocarditis and pericarditis. Two two cases in three days. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that that that's believable. So these people are So brainwashed and so committed to their ideology that they don't want to accept reality because if she thought it might be the vaccine, her entire, I don't know, um, her brand, if you want to say, everyone's got their brand, her image, everything she's thought and believed is totally untrue. And... That's sort of why I wasn't on this podcast for a couple weeks, folks, because you just realize a lot of the stuff that we grew up believing and having faith in our institutions, um, it's all collapsed and it's all the people in charge's fault. I'll never take a vaccine again, not for the flu, not for measles, mumps, polio, never taking a vaccine again. They collapsed my faith in the healthcare system. I'm all about Hippocrates now. It's really just about what you put in your body, eating, and how much you move your body around. Other than that, you know, there's random stuff that happens, but our society, big pharma, big tech, big government, big, you know, communications... They don't care about the individual. They don't care about your health. They care about greed and money. So I've got a couple blockbuster posts coming up, folks, that I've been researching. Um, Probably going to do a separate podcast just on the chat GPT article. I need feedback, folks. That was a 2,500, 2,700-word article. On ChatGPT, give me a comment. Did you like it? Hate it? Too many images? Not enough images? Let me know what's going on. So, you are tuned into episode 42 of the Teddy Roosevelt Show, available on all fine streaming platforms everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Episode 42, anytime there's a number that has significance, try and do a little segue action. Um, Jackie Roosevelt Robinson, number 42, had his number retired by every single team. On Jackie Robinson Day in every April um, in baseball, everyone wears number 42. How about this segue? Jackie Roosevelt Robinson got his middle name in honor of former President Teddy Roosevelt, who died 25 days before Jackie Robinson was born. And I'll tell you what, the two most fascinating Wikipedia bios I've read um, in 2023, David Crosby, number one. You know, somebody dies, you go in there, sort of reflect, especially a musician. I love a lot of Crosby stills and Nash. I was blown away how many songs David Crosby sang backup on. Do you know David Crosby sang backup on Hold My Hand by Hootie and the Blowfish? Doctor My Eyes by Jackson Brown. Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins. Um, that song by the Indigo Girls, Galileo. The Galileo song, I didn't do that good. David Crosby was on every single song <laughs> you've ever heard. It, 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 it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And he was such a rebel. Do you know he got kicked out of the birds in 1967 Because at the Monterey Pop Festival, he went on the microphone and said some stuff about the JFK assassination. He's like, look, the Bullets came. There were multiple Bullets. They came from different angles. The government is lying to you. And this is your country. You got to take it back. That was a really controversial thing to say. David uh, Crosby was really, um, I almost said David Robinson, like the uh, center for the San Antonio Spurs. Another fantastic american probably the most patriotic athlete in american history he's up there ted williams shot down how many planes in uh, world war ii david robinson the admiral um so yeah it's amazing how david crosby neil young went from rebels against the system to embracing big pharma and attacking joe rogan for promoting ivermectin and we're gonna pull our stuff out there and you know, David Crosby abused his liver, heart, did a ton of drugs. I don't think it was the vax, but he definitely took it, and he was calling people idiots for not taking it. It just you just big pharma 10 years ago. I mean, we do remember they 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 started the whole opioid crisis, right? Big pharma. And then I think that right now they're causing a a meth crisis because they were giving away Adderall During the pandemic, with telehealth, with these companies, Cerebral, Ahead, you name it. And then the DEA said, hey, they're making too much Adderall. We're going to stop it. And so now there's a shortage. So if you got people who can't get their Adderall for a couple weeks and I mean, it's legal meth. It's legal meth. I heard meth's really easy to get and it's real cheap. It's sort of like when people got cut off from their opioids. Doesn't Doesn't it seem like that? Um, How many people just decided to go straight for the street? I guarantee more than three. Probably closer to like 30,000, 40,000. So um, episode 42, Jackie Robinson, second best bio I've read besides David Crosby's this year. Um, I thought I knew a lot about Jackie Robinson. I didn't know as much as I thought I did. Do you know his brother Mac won the silver medal in the Olympics in the long jump? In, 19, in the 1930s, Jackie Robinson broke his brother's broad jump record in 1938 with a jump of 25 feet 6 inches. And then he won the NCAA championship in 1940. He was the number one long jumper in America in college. Baseball was his worst sport. How about that? Baseball was his worst sport. He batted Dot zero nine seven. I don't even know how to say that. Zero ninety seven. I mean, you could say, yeah, he's batting three hundred two twenty five point oh nine seven. He was. He was uh, in baseball, football. Dude, Jackie Robinson was running back, averaged twelve point two yards a carry. Twelve point two yards a carry a first down. A carry and putting you in... in, Well, no, you wouldn't be in second and eight. First down every, every, every time he touches the ball on average. Still UCLA's football record as of this season. Jackie Robinson led college football in punt return average in 1939 and 1940. They had four black players on the UCLA team, and they were the most integrated team in college football. So... Dude, Jackie Robinson served in the army. You know, got drafted after Pearl Harbor. Finished as a second lieutenant. By 1948, they polled Americans: Who's the most admir- admired man alive? Bing Crosby, number one. Jackie Robinson, number two. Pope Pius the seventh. Jackie Robinson was more admired than the Pope. And the reason why I'm doing that segue is trying to put everything in perspective with the COVID thing. The discrimination that the people challenging the mandates and not wanting to get vaccinated was super harsh. But it was nothing like what Jackie Robinson... I mean, you could you could put on a mask. You could get a fake card. Um, there's things that you could do, but you can't change your skin color. So shout-out to Jackie Robinson. I mean... It's all, it's all perspective, folks, so we got a ton to go into today. Chinese balloon, the jobs report, total bullshit numbers, chat GPT, go on to teddybrosvelt.substack.com. Dude, ChatGPT is just the canary in the coal mine. There are so many AI apps that you've never heard of. I've got some links up there. But ChatGPT has already passed the U.S. medical license exam, passed an MBA exam at Wharton Business School in Penn, one of the most prestigious business schools out there. It's passed four law school exams, but it is the most biased, woke, disinformation generation machine you've ever seen. So check out the article, teddybroswell.substack.com. Um, and you'll see what's going on, but we got to get into COVID first before the balloon. I mean, it's only the biggest scam in the history, the biggest, uh, I mean, human health scandal ever. And these people are tripling down. I saw a quote from this guy in the Atlantic. What did it say here? This, this jabroni in the Atlantic, um... What did he say? No. This is uh, the Atlantic, February, uh, February 3rd, yesterday. America is too depressed about vaccines by some jabroni named Daniel Engaber. He wrote, no crunching of the numbers can excuse the spread of vaccine misinformation or suggest that those who peddle it are anything but a hateful scourge on individuals and a threat to public health a hateful scourge on individuals you know it's funny um, did you see Alex Berenson I've quoted Alex Berenson on this podcast I've shared links from him Alex Berenson's dead to me I mean <laughs> did you see you know there was people posting articles about you know how they were shaking and experience negative, experiencing negative side effects and Alex Berenson's like, stop, you're not helping. You know, these fake videos and Dr. Pierre Corey, he's a true hero on Substack, is like, hey, she's my patient. She, this is real. This is not a fake thing. And Alex Berenson comes back, oh, you're the person who was promoting Ivermectin, blah, blah, blah. No wonder she's your client, blah, 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 blah. Dude, I would love to see how many subscribers he lost because he was right in the beginning of the pandemic and he was one of the few people, I gotta hand it to him, calling this out. But he is just an insecure weirdo. I mean, everyone on Substack is pretty cool about showcasing the authors that they um, have stuff in common with or that they recommend to their readers. You go to my... Website on on Substack, you'll see I recommend Igor Chudoff, Dr. Malone, Dr. Robert Malone, Peter McCullough, Matt Taibbi, of course, and a bunch of other people. Alex Berenson doesn't promote anybody. He puts his content behind a paywall. He's always promoting his book. He's bashing ivermectin. He is dead to me. Scott Adams, the Dilbert guy, he was one of the one of the people that I, I I gained some respect. He was he was calling out. Um, he he was just predicting that Trump was going to win, and he was calling out a lot of the the fake news, the Russia collusion. I mean, the Hamilton sixty eight. We could we could do a full. I, I should probably just we're going we're going to start cranking the podcast up here, folks. The Hamilton sixty eight should be the number one scandal story. Of 2023. No one's talking about it. I mean, we've had 16 editions of the Twitter files. The media is ignoring them. They're just ignoring them. Is anyone going to get put in a hearing in front of Congress and, and we're going to have discussions about this? Um, I mean, you, you just look. The vaccine. Do you know you have to have the bivalent vaccine as a Harvard student if you want to be on campus? Same with NYU. Um, a lot of the New York schools, you have to show proof of vaccination to be on campus still in 2023 when it's been proven that the vaccines don't protect you from getting it, spreading it. Everyone knows the whole deal and people there's still I want somebody to show me a single healthy college student, single healthy high school student, middle school, elementary school who died. No one died. They all had serious underlying conditions if you died, if you were under 18. And let's keep in mind about these bivalent vaccines, folks. They designed them for variants that aren't even circulating. I checked the CDC right before I jumped on here. Top four variants circulating in America right now. XB.1.5, 66%. BQ.1.1, 20%. percent bqone 7.3% 7.3% and XBB, 2.3. So XBB and BQ, or their dots, you know, the, 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 the variants, are 96% of the variants. XBB, there's n- n- everything else is under 1% except for a brand-new variant called CH.1.1, these things are mutating because of the vaccine. No one can tell me different. I mean, there's so many epidemiologists: Geert Van Bosch. I want to. Did, did I say his name right? He's been predicting this since October. Carl denninger has been predicting it for almost two years. So now we went from naming these variants after Greek um, letters. So I just saw there's some jabroni, 2023 year jabroni. There's some jabroni named Mike Honey in, in Melbourne, Australia. He's not a doctor. He's not a scientist. He is a data visualization guy. And he came up, um, hey, ch.1.1, 1. 1, that one's going to be called Orthis. Orthis is a mythical... Two-headed cattle dog that was killed by Hercules. So now we're naming these variants after Greek mythology. He also had one, what, Bythos? Which is something called a Ichthyosenator. And then Terendos, he's named BF.7.14. BF.7.14. Terendos is a reindeer moose... With chameleon properties. So he this this random guy from Australia is naming these variants after Greek mythology, and everyone's picking up with it. Oh, Kraken variant, Orthus variant. That's what he's calling CH one one. Cyclops? Is Cyclops coming next? I mean, we're it in the in the media, you just see they're idiots. That's why ChatGPT, all of these MPC journalists are going to lose their job. They don't bring anything to the table. They repeat the exact same thing. They're just absolutely awful writers. BuzzFeed, uh, within six months, a computer is going to replace all of them. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if you're a graphic designer with ChatGPT, I'm gonna do a whole separate one on ChatGPT. Go read the article. I wanna I wanna let it marinate a little bit and then I'll get into it. But these variants, man, all of the variants floating around right now, there's no vaccine that was made for them. They're saying the ch.1.1 It had it produced 17, there's an Ohio State study. 17 percent or 17 times less antibodies if you were vaccinated than xb and bq so the vaccines are worth that worse than worthless when you look at antigenic sin and oh my goodness oh my goodness i mean it it, there's so much data out there the more shots you got the worse you are and you're just going to have continued infections go to the reddit forum reddit dot com slash r slash covid19 positive it is insane everyone who's the quadruple vaxxed or whatever they just keep getting covid and it's really severe and they're like i had to go to the hospital my throat lining is uh totally dissolved from puking so much and all this stuff how long do I need to wait before I get my sixth, sixth shot, or fifth shot, or whatever? Like, you just got COVID three times since Thanksgiving, and you want to know when you can get your next shot, dude? That's like saying you just got myocarditis and pericarditis from the common cold. I mean, these people—it's—it's—it's—they would rather quadruple down on. You know, just, just bashing the anti vaxxers and saying we're a scourge to public health. Can you believe this guy? Ask yourself, what is the motivation of independent citizen journalists or brave doctors like Dr. Peter Malone, Dr. or Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Peter McCullough? Sorry about that. Dr. Naomi Wolf. What's their motivation? Did they short the stocks of Pfizer, and Moderna? Is it money? Do they just want to take down? Do they have a personal vendetta against these people? Or are they just actually naturally concerned with what's going on and the effects? I mean, it's getting tough to, to hide what's going on. I've mentioned Ethical Skeptic, um, twitter.com slash ethical skeptic. The all-cause mortality is soaring in all the highly vaccinated countries. I saw England's all-cause mortality... Thirty-six percent higher uh, in, in January than the five-year average. Thirty-six percent higher. That's not normal, folks. And it was like five percent of the deaths were COVID. Um, it, 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 it's it's remarkable. So we're gonna get into the balloon here. Um, but I have to. I mean, COVID is seriously the biggest human health scandal, if not the biggest scandal ever. And we need a, a moment of reckoning. And these people are are trying to pretend they didn't say what they said. Everyone's least favorite COVID commentator, Dr. Lena Wen, wrote an article in the Washington Post. Hey, deaths reported due to COVID are likely overcounted because some of them might have been contrib- attributable to other causes. But because they tested positive for COVID, they got marked as a COVID death. Oh, now you're saying that? Like... On year four, this is the fourth calendar year. I mean, LA County, they're like, hey, we just did a report. 67% of the people who tested positive for COVID were not hospitalized because of COVID. Time magazine's like, it's becoming increasingly difficult to parse who's hospitalized and dies from or dies with. No shit. I mean, if we were really concerned about this, and the kids who are getting locked down and forced to get a vaccine to go to Harvard to be on campus, we'd have this data in April 2020. So, it it, it, it it's it's amazing how these people are trying to be like, yeah, we're not sure how the deaths are even getting gonna get counted, and then you read. How different it is from state to state. Some states consider people who test positive at any time during their stay a COVID case. Even if they test negative before they leave. Others, including New York, no longer log patients as COVID cases if they test negative. Others stop counting when they go away or after two weeks pass. There's no national set of criteria. The one guy at Emory College says... It depends on the intensity of treatment. If a patient who's positive for COVID is treated with steroids and they die, then we say COVID contributed to their death. But if they're not treated with a steroid, we don't say COVID contributed to their death. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, if in New York and Florida, I'm surprised Florida, if a doctor records COVID-19 as either the primary or secondary, so it could be, Gunshot wound to the head. I don't think gunshot wound to the head. Okay, it could be diabetes, heart attack, eight other things. But if they tested positive for COVID, you could put that, even though it's number eight on the on the on the secondary cause. It's insane. The most insane thing I read is the health officer for public health in Seattle, Doctor Jeff Duchin, said COVID hospitalizations that, that they mark include people who are admitted in have positive test 14 days before they get to the hospital or 21 days following their discharge. So you could go in there for a broken ankle. They treat your ankle. Two and a half weeks later, you test positive for COVID. Seattle marks that down as a COVID-19 hospitalization. Can you believe that? You could go in there for any ailment in the world. You get out of there. Two weeks later, test positive for COVID. Oh, you got hospitalized for COVID. I mean, that, 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 that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. You know, they said Omicron's a tenth the severity of Delta. Infection fatality rates for COVID are now lower than that for the seasonal flu. If you're not a high-risk person. They said the ER and hospitalization rates for COVID this winter... If you're between 18 and 64, same as the flu. And now we're starting to get... This is Time Magazine. I'll have a link to this on teddybroosevelt.substack.com. You're tuned in episode 42 The Teddy Roosevelt Show. Fastest growing podcast in the Philippines in November. Got to get back in the top 100. People 65 or older are 17% of the U.S. population, but 92% of COVID deaths. People 75 and over are 7% of the population and 68% of COVID deaths. How about this? People in nursing homes are only 0.3% of the population, but 15% of COVID deaths. If you're under 65, it is exponentially lower, the younger you get of having a serious outcome from COVID. Again, 92% of the deaths, 65 and over. And then how many of those people, I'd like to know, were obese, had any underlying conditions? We've heard, oh, the average person who died had 3.8 morbidities. Where did that data go? I mean, would you wear a mask if you were a 22-year-old? If you knew 92% of the people who died from COVID were over 65, morbidly obese, had diabetes, high blood pressure, hypertension, or a slew of these, these, these ailments, No way. No way. So they're saying in this Time Magazine article, 98% of Americans have been infected at least once and many multiple times. 11 million Americans are getting infected every week. So they're just saying the uh, exposure, they're now having a mea culpa. Oh, the exposure avoidance strategy is totally futile. We notoriously lack demographic information on race, ethnicity, age, and other health conditions. Our data just sucks, and they're hiding the data that doesn't support what they want to do. So people are saying, oh, yeah, Biden ended the COVID emergency. He's going to end it on May 11th. No, he extended it. He extended it. The, the, the public health and the national health emergencies were supposed to be over. Beginning of March, start of April, he extended both of them. He extended both of them, so it's absolutely insane. Um, so let's get into the balloon, the Chinese balloon. Whew. Why was it there? What was it doing? What was going on there? Like, it's a citizen. Um, It was a uh, it was a citizen aircraft, China said, you know, if they if they weren't up to anything nefarious, they would have contacted the U.S. As soon as it hit Alaska. Hey, we're sorry. This thing went off course. Biden said he knew about it on Wednesday. Oh, but we just didn't want to have the debris field land on Americans. Well, you can see it flew over Alaska. I've been to 44 of the 50 states. I've never been to Alaska, but from what I've seen on Google Earth, there's plenty of places they could have shot that bad boy down in the Klondikes or you name it. Um, plenty of places over Montana to shoot that bad boy down, the Dakotas. No, they waited 4 days as it sucked up all this data about our missile silos, who knows. And shot it back to Beijing. And then we finally shot it down. My initial thought, I was like, it's geoengineering. I just saw, you remember Blue Canaries? I tried to get Blue Canaries on the podcast. Everyone, she's been on four times. Number two all time uh, guest behind Brad Swale, the one and only Brad Swale. But I know she might have passed her, him. I forget. I think maybe they're tied. But Blue Canaries got a huge retweet from Kim.com that really blew up. And so she's laying low because all these people started, whistleblowers started bombing her. Hey, I've got this information. I've got this information. So I thought they were originally geoengineering because it's the exact same altitude. I think they were 60,000 feet. That's exactly what the solar climate freaks want to do at 60,000 feet is shoot sulfur dioxide up in the air and that would reflect um the sunlight back 12 miles up shoot the sulfur aerosols into the atmosphere reflect the sunlight back and they think it'll drop the temperature when a a uh, volcano in the philippines exploded in 1991 it dropped the temperatures by 1 degree fahrenheit for a year in that area and a lot of other areas around the philippines so they want to do the exact same thing these people are out of their minds these people are out of their minds the craziest thing is they're doing it under the guise of the environment and it's best for the earth or whatever and they're 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 they're, they're messing with the earth. They're messing with the earth, man. I mean, there are so many unknown variables with geoengineering. So what were they doing out there? You know, there is a lot of speculation. I've got to do some more research, folks. Um, all I know is it should have been shot down way sooner. There's no way anyone um, would have allowed that to happen in Beijing. For four days. Just sucking up information. Going over major military sites. And uh, if they knew about it on Wednesday, they should have warned them. Give them a second warning. And then shot it down. And then figured out what what it was. So I'm hearing there's another balloon over Latin America. A third balloon. Seems weird. But climate engineering... If you'll remember when I was talking about it with Blue earlier, they said it would be the most powerful military weapon since splitting the atom. A nuke. I mean, imagine if you could trigger a rainstorm, if you could trigger lightning. I mean, keep in mind, China is already geoengineering. They didn't want rain for the Winter Olympics or Summer Olympics. They just got rid of it. They shot stuff into the clouds. So it wouldn't rain. It's happening right now in Saudi Arabia. The king says everyone pray for rain because they knew they were going to shoot stuff in the clouds. The next day they shoot stuff in the clouds. They just got a deluge and flooded and like dozens of people died. It's happening right now and anyone can do it. There's no one governing it. There's these jabronis who went to Mexico and they were gonna. Uh, they, they have a company, MakeSunSets.com. And you just start realizing the offshore wind turbines, I don't know, I've recorded a couple versions of this podcast. I might have mentioned this already, but there's whales washing up on the beach from the offshore wind turbines. It's hilarious. These so-called people who care about the, cl- the earth and the climate are saying, no, 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 it can't possibly be the offshore wind turbines causing these dead whales And then you got Greenpeace. I mean, in the 70s, that was like a punchline. Save the whales. Um, They're saying, dude, we got to put this on pause. There's all these whales. I think there's been eight in New Jersey, a couple in New York, a couple in North Carolina. And these are the big fish. What's it doing to the marine life that's not as big as a whale? It's bad news. It's bad news. So... These Make Sunset guys, listen to this strategy, they want to sell cooling credits. So they're saying, hey, you can buy a gram of sulfur dioxide, we're going to shoot that into the stratosphere, it's going to lower the temperature equal to keeping one ton of carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere for a year. You can buy a cooling credit, 10 bucks for a gram of sulfur dioxide. (laughs) So It's all a money making scam. It's the carbon credits thing. It is all money-making scam. And that's why I mentioned, you know, curiosity. What is Teddy working on? The crypto. Crypto is a total scam. I'm going to get proven right on a long enough timeline with that. um, The 5G wireless. I've been doing research on that. You want to talk about, you know, there's a revolving door with big pharma and the government. You know, Scott Gottlieb goes from head of the FDA to the board of directors for Pfizer. And then he's on TV telling everyone, oh, here's former director of the FDA, Scott Gottlieb. Yes, everyone should take the vaccine. It's totally safe. Dude, you're getting a check from Pfizer. So if you think the revolving door between big pharma and the government is bad, the FCC is way worse the FCC is way worse i mean you literally have the head of the FCC going to comcast um let me see here uh th- th- i mean that th- you will never 5g you will never that's why they're they're trying to tie it like oh people are saying the 5g is going to trigger the vaccine they're trying to Paint anyone who mentions anything negative about 5G wireless as some sort of Alex Jones tinfoil crackpot. But you look at the data from real scientists, the equivalent of the Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Peter McCullough of you know analyzing electromagnetic radiation. They're saying this is this is incredibly dangerous, the 5G wireless sort of like the vaccines has there ever been a long-term study of the health impacts of living next to a 5G antenna No there hasn't cuz it's brand new You don't know you know if you know we need to we need to analyze the long-term health impacts I mean wireless technologies pretty fast pretty fast do we really need to rush the technology that allows you to stream a 4K movie on your phone when you could download or stream it in 720p because we don't know what the health ramifications are. I mean, the it's, 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 it's the same. It's the WHO. You know, the World Economic Forum, the WHO. The WHO has, like, the international body they control like the international body that decides, hey, are these frequencies healthy for humans or not and of course, all the donors are a t and t verizon sprint every every major technology company around the world it's literally I was talking to blue it would be like asking you know Coke to fund a study that that shows sugar causes diabetes or or soft drinks are are harmful for your health. Dude, the body that's funded by Verizon, AT&T, all that, they are never going to say 5G is harmful for human health. They came up with the parameters for what's healthy or not like in the early 90s during like 2G. I think it was 96. Based on a study with eight mice or nine mice, where does that sound familiar? That's what they just tested the vaccine on. So I started just popping the hood. I'm going to have a huge article on the 5G. Um, the thing is, you need three times the number of 5G towers than you currently have. They're popping up all over. They're ugly as hell. And they have full, what is it, eminent domain? If they want to put it up, if you have a church and they want to put it on your steeple because that's the highest part, they can totally do it. Your apartment complex, totally do it. The telephone pole right outside of your house, absolutely they can do it. There's nothing you can do locally. The government in 1996, the most lobbied bill in the history of Congress, the 1996 Telecommunication Act. So this 5G technology emits far more electromagnetic radiation in a much broader range than ever before, but you need them packed in. It's like two and a half to three times the number of of sites. So we've never seen EMF, electromagnetic radiation, exposures of this type and this degree. We have no idea what the outcome will be but if you look at the studies on animals, it's literally they'll put them next to a 5G thing. And like one out of three of them have like cancerous brain tumors. One out of three. It's all money. I mean, think about it. Who's going to tell you that, it, that this is bad? Google, Twitter, Facebook, when they're going to take advantage of the of the network, Google. No, they're not going to tell you the media. Do you know what Com- you know Comcast owns NBC? Do you think they're going to do a big study? Oh, 5G actually causes cancer and uh, all these health problems. No way, Jose. No way they're going to do that. So, you know, th- they are the, it's, it's pharmaceutical and business. It is telecommunications. I mean, the five biggest tech companies shelled out 62 million bucks in 2019 for lobbying Pharmaceutical was twenty eight point nine, twenty nine million. So over, over double. They call the FCC a captured agency. It is controlled by the industry. It's supposed to be regulating. I mean, the revolving door. It's worse than big pharma, and that's why you'll never hear anything negative about five G. And like I said, curiosity. That's my number one trait. And the more I pop the hood on this, it's like, dude, this 5G stuff is... And I just dismissed it. as a 5G conspiracy. No, dude. they. This is some serious shit. Um, it, 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 The revolving door. So, Meredith Baker, former FCC commissioner, went to Comcast as a lobbyist. Comcast, uh, NBC Universal. It's happened all the time. Dorothy Atwood... Former head of the FCC Wireline Competition Bureau in two thousand two, you know, gets gets everything that they wanted to get passed, and then gets hired as senior VP of federal regulatory strategy at SBC Communications. Um, former FCC chief Kevin Martin steps down, goes to work at Cablevision. Working at the FCC is a stepping stone to cash a big fat check with Comcast, AT&T, you name it. So they're going to, when the Comcast and the AT&T and people building the 5G network tell the FCC they need them to jump, FCC says how high and when am I getting hired and how much are you going to pay me? So it's literally they're pa- they pass historic, controversial, Laws that favor the industry, and then they resign 60 days later, and then go take a job. I mean, two big, three big things I would do if I was president. A, eliminate lobbying. B, eliminate this revolving door thing. Like, you can't take a position, you know, in the, in the business world, you know, they have non-compete clauses. They have non-compete clauses. Hey, you can't go work for our competitor for two years. We don't have a non-compete clause in, uh, in the government? Like, hey, you can't go work in the industry that you just regulated or were in charge of regulation. That seems like a pretty, yeah, pretty acceptable um, you know, rule. No, it's the exact opposite. And I'm going to have a big article on this. I mean, Michael Powell, FCC chairman, 1997 to 2005, Hey, goes to the National Cable and Telecommunications Association as the president. Jonathan Adelstein, FCC commish from 2002 to 2009. Hey, he's now the president and CEO of the Wireless Infrastructure Association. I mean, you can't make this up. You can't make this up. It, 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 it reminds me of the big pharma. So what did I say if I was president? Hey, get rid of lobbying. Get rid of the revolving door and get rid of the ads for pharmaceutical drugs. Have you seen these weight loss drugs everyone's talking about? Ozempic and WeGovi. So all these celebrities are taking them. Supposedly Priscilla Presley took it, lost like 40 pounds, and they're saying, hey, maybe that's because she died. She lost all this weight and wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals. They're literally saying diet and exercise isn't, isn't, is, isn't the cure for uh, obesity. A lot of it is genetic. It's racist It's racist. Do you know obesity is racist? But it's funny. If you go to the top 20 fattest countries in the world, it's like the Cook Islands, Palo, where it's like 98% of the people are the same race. So what, are they all being racist towards the the same race, and that's why they're all morbidly obese? It is absolute clown world, and it's really unfair for people who are obese to say, hey— Diet, you know, changing your diet, getting some exercise, going to the gym, that's not going to help. But shooting this shot in your ass of Ozempic or Wegovi, that's the ticket. That's the ticket to, to, to weight loss. Guess what? Just like everything else, like what, Propecia, all the hair loss drugs, hey, you've got to take it for the rest of your life, and if you stop taking it, your hair falls out even worse. So... You either pay, you you know, you're on a subscription for life, or you're going to be balder than you were before. So, dude, I don't have as much hair as I did in my 20s. There's no way I would take any pharmaceutical drug. I just do a number one. It is what it is. It's called aging. Does anyone like to get older physically? No, but you just got to roll with the punches, bro. So they're saying... It is meant to be taken, these, you know, Ozempic and Wegovi indefinitely. So they want you to take the shot for the rest of your life. Well, if you're any stories about people, it's like the Propetian stuff, hey, your hair falls out. Anyone who's been on Prozac, I have a friend in California, one of my best friends from high school, she was on Prozac. She wasn't really depressed, but she just was looking for a solution and a pill. She's a really normally happy person. She tried to get off of it after being on it for like eight or nine years, and it was she felt like she was going to have to get wrapped in a straitjacket and go to the loony bin. So the same thing with these drugs. They're saying it's meant to be taken indefinitely. So, gee, if you lose 40 pounds on Ozempic and Wegovi and you decide, hey, I don't want to take this anymore, what do you think is going to happen to your appetite when you stop taking it? Dude, you're going to want to go to the Chinese buffet, Golden Corral. Is Golden Corral buffet? You're going to want to go to a buffet and gorge. So they're trying to get you just like the vaccine. You got to get one every year now. They want you to take this drug. They're, They're, you know... It's just, it, it, you got to go back to Hippocrates, man. The the big pharma, it is all a money-making scam. They caused the opioid crisis. I guarantee they're trying to be a catalyst for this meth crisis with the Adderall shortage. And now they're going to cause this, this weight loss thing where you can lose 40 or 50 pounds, but if you stop taking it, you're going to gorge. And you look at the list of... Uh, side effects. I was looking at the top 10 most advertised and prescribed drugs and the warning labels. It is from Lipitor to Skyrizi, like a, a psoriasis drug and whatever we're we're just we're not treating the root cause of our ailments and you know, the the one thing I hope we we all can 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 learn about this, there there's, there's some important lessons to learn. You got to do your own research. They made fun of us for doing our own research. How dare you you know, quote, do your own research. No, you cannot trust the media. I just saw only 26% of the media. And that's the whole thing. The government, the boy who cried wolf thing, you know, if there's that actual, you know, we're probably going to have some crazy pathogen floating around the way they're they're, they're doing these biolabs. How many people are going to line up and get it when we, we, we have a vaccine that works and it's it's something real, like Ebola? People are going to be like, no way, dude. You told me last time I only, only had to get two. Then I had to get a booster. Then it was boosters. Then it didn't protect me from getting it or spreading it or going to the hospital. And everyone I know who got vaccinated got really sick. And that's the thing. Just go to the Reddit forum COVID 19 positive, these it's it's the most vaxxed people who are having way worse symptoms. I've had COVID two or three times. I never took a test, whatever. It's just I was checking off the boxes. I think I mentioned on a podcast uh around Christmas, December, massive fatigue, muscle aches, and uh and, and it sucked. But I, I want the natural immunity. Give me the immunity. Um So what we've got, it's Saturday night, February 4th, coming up on the 55-minute mark of episode 42, Jackie Robinson, episode of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. Like I said, we've got – I recorded a couple intros to this. I didn't like the microphone I was using. So I don't know if I've mentioned here in Austin, Texas, the last um, thing that I mentioned. There's 50,000 homes that still don't have power. (laughs) In, in, in Clown World, it is an absolute joke the way the city's run. Um, people call 911, no one shows up, no one answers. that about you call 911, you're on hold for 10 minutes? It's a serious thing. I mean, you're on your own. You're on your own. There's no cop that's going to arrive within 15, 20, 30 minutes if you get stabbed with a machete. And the stomach by a homeless guy on meth. I can't imagine living in like Seattle or San Francisco. I mean, you'd be packing heat the whole time. Um, try to think what else we want to go into. My iPad just died with all my notes on it. Um, like I said, teddybroosevelt.substack.com. The ChatGPT thing. Really, folks, it's not just ChatGPT. The AI... Technology, um Dolly Dash two, which is Salvador Dolly combined with Wally, the Pixar movie. That's why how they got that name. These dudes, these Silicon Valley engineers, are not that good at naming their products. Chat GPT, I mean I asked Chat GPT, come up with ten better names for your your thing, and it came up with ten names, and eight of them were better than Chat GPT, like BrainBot, meld. there's a million. But this is a super woke bot. And the technology you can see is going to be amazing. Um, like imagine if you have a business with 2,000 clients and they order a variety of products from your widget store and you're rolling out a new widget for St. Patrick's Day. You could say, hey... Act like a marketing manager or a business development manager and give me a list of the top 20 prospects in my database who would be interested in this widget. Imagine if the CIA or FBI, you know, or any intelligence gathering information, they could put all the emails, all the calls, all the reports and say, hey, Act like an investigator and, you know, do some research on who would be most likely to interact with this balloon as it was hovering over Montana. You name it. You can see how this technology, I mean, this one has, I think, hundred. ChatGPT has 150 million parameters. The next one, ChatGPT4, it's coming out in like a couple months, has a billion parameters, there's a lot I want to say about ChatGPT. I think we're going to have to break that off into a separate podcast. Believe it or not folks, I think I'm going to do one tomorrow. I apologize for not being back on. It's just you got to be resilient, man. It's 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 you got to be resilient. Silence is violence. It's a little frustrating. Eating red pills and brown pills and maroon pills and I figured with the all-cause mortality, the eight and nine sigma rise in cancers, I mean, you just look at ethical skeptics data, um, you think there'd be a moment of reckoning and and all the lockdown stuff, the economy stuff. No, they're tripling down saying anti-vaxxers are a scourge. It's a scourge. I hate that pejorative to anti-vaxxer. I have had plenty of vaccines in my life. I don't even have a choice. I mean, my parents made the decisions. I'm not mad at them. I don't think the chicken pox vaccine's bad. Why? Because it's been around for a couple decades. And that's the thing these jabronis have never admitted is it's impossible to have long-term data on anything that's brand new. A medication, an antenna, and when you have 5G antennas shooting out microwaves at 100 times the frequency of anything else, and they're saying it heats up the tissue of animals and causes brain cancer and tumors and all this stuff. Dude, I'll have the 5G article, but all I gotta say is follow the money. That's the one, the, a couple of good things about COVID. You really learn who your friends are. You really, you got to stick with your guns and just, I just pray to God, you know, the only reason I do this is truth, justice, and what I feel like is my civic, patriotic, and human duty. So was never politically involved, really, before COVID, and it was, it's just been totally unfair from the fraud to you get a check, you get a check, you don't get a check, and now it's just open up Pandora's box. Um. So we we got a got a got a couple articles coming. I w- I went undercover. I've got the first Teddy undercover article coming, which I think will melt the internet. I'm hoping to have a couple articles that melt the internet. You're jabroni. You're jabroni. So I can start getting paid for Substack. I don't. I I, I want to do this full time. I got to do this full time. It's 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 my destiny. So um. I might be turning on the subscription soon. I've just got to create more content to justify charging people 5 bucks a month. So hit me up with an email anytime, teddybrooseveltusa at gmail.com. Put in three appeals to Elon Musk. Twitter safety said, hey, on February 1st, hey, if you filed an appeal... Here's, you know, click this link. Here's another chance for you to get amnesty. And Elon promised COVID amnesty. He said, oh, we're going to set up a thing where you'll be able to enter your username and you can see if they were shadow banning you, censoring you, or whatever. Um, So I filed my third appeal since December 29th. New Year's Eve, 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 I think it was three Eves, two days before, two nights before New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, 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 little Phoebe from Friends inspiration, so uh, three times, I think there's still a ton of bad apples at Twitter, who fashion themselves with a resistance, if the choice was telling Elon you're totally on board and going back to the office or getting unemployment not knowing what you're going to do next with all the layoffs, I think they said, uh, hundreds of them said, hey, I'm just going to fake it until I get a new job, or at least I'll be able to go in and protect, you know, the, the code and make sure that we're still able to run this diabolical propaganda operation. You just I mean, it's amazing that the, the media ignoring the Twitter files. It's not amazing. And Hamilton 68. Hillary Clinton should be thrown in prison. She concocted the whole thing. Anyone involved with Ham- Hamilton 68. That's sedition and treason. They were falsely accusing the president of colluding with another country. And it was all bullshit. You look at Matt Taibbi's post. It was all bullshit. Is anyone going to pay? That's that's the one thing. It's like, that's, that's why I'm not doing stuff in Austin. There's never any um, reconciliation. There's never any change. They just wait for the next news cycle. I mean, shoot, the Paul Pelosi videos come out since this. I mean, do you think it was any coincidence that the Paul Pelosi video... And the Memphis cop videos came out right after the Project Veritas, where they caught the Pfizer guy saying, oh yeah, we're doing gain-of-function research. He didn't use the term gain-of-function, ev- directed evolution. Give me a break. That's why Fauci lied on the stand. Oh no, we didn't do gain-of-function. It's called directed evolution. It's the same fucking thing. Dr. Robert Malone pointed it out. It's the same exact thing. It's gain-of-function research. Gee, do you think Pfizer would create another variant so they could sell more vaccines? Dude, Big Pharma started the opioid crisis. The the, the Vioxx. I saw the FDA recalled 1,043 drugs last year. I was looking at some of the reasons why Pfizer got stuff. Dude, they they found a beetle. There's a beetle in one of the vials. Not the vaccine. It was some other thing they injected. They found human hair, beetle, glass particles. How the fuck does a beetle get in? I'll have to put a screen grab of that. But we passed the hour mark, folks. GarageBand doesn't like it when I start getting uh, over the 75-minute mark, so we're going to wrap it up. You have been listening to episode 42, Jackie Robinson episode of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. You can check out the, the last two articles on the Austin Energy clusterfuck. And... ChatGPT biggest article I've written in 2023 so far I think I've only posted four times total slacker need to crank it up folks and uh just had a little post-holiday blues so I had to shake off and uh some other random stuff that was just totally ridiculous so I'm back in action back in the saddle you can stream this podcast subscribe stream share it with your friends Spotify iHeartRadio TuneIn Radio and Apple Podcasts, I got a couple blockbuster guests lined up, um, Alex Stringer, Austin legend, hero, ran for mayor, has been doing all kinds of Alex Steinie. you know, Alex Stein, the provocateur, he's, been, he's, he's actually teamed up with Alex Stein, and he's doing a lot of hilarious things with the city council, he's had a couple things go viral. So we're going to get Alex Stringer on the show for the first time probably Wednesday or Thursday. I'm going to meet him downtown. I haven't seen him in a couple months. Kick it and we're going to get Alex on here. So I'd love to hear what he has to say about crypto. He was telling me to take all my savings, meager savings, and put it into crypto. I'm glad that I didn't do that. So yeah, TeddyBrosvilleUSA at, at gmail.com. You can stream it all over the places I just said. Subscribe and share it. TeddyBrosville.Substack.com. Saturday night, February 4th. Signing off. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I'll be back soon. Take care. Bye.